0: And welcome to Masters of Our Domain, the podcast which is allegedly about the hit 90s sitcom Seinfeld. I'm Milo Ebert, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says, and this week we are joined from, well, Berlin, but also sat right next to me. It's Nick Barba from Cornish Beatty. How are you doing?
1: Hello, I am, I'm doing great. I'm ready to talk about this show that I think I've seen every episode of, but Again, only yeah.
0: like vicariously through my father oh okay no (laughs) shows of my father yeah shows of my father (laughs) okay that's nice well it's a pleasure to have you here in the farad bunker um (laughs) yeah this is the weirdest place i've ever recorded (laughs) yeah my airbnb in berlin is like um it's like a kind of like a long concrete shed in the Uh courtyard of a normal apartment building which i presume it must have housed like a big industrial boiler or a bike store or something at one time um and it's not, like, bad, it's just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean,
1: it's it's just a big, con. It, it, from, from, mm. from floor to ceiling, just a large concrete slab. Yeah, everything's concrete. Every surface is
0: concrete.
1: Yeah. At least we know that then that, like, nothing, like, horribly bad from, like, the Stasi or anything could have happened here because it'd be, like, far too loud. Like, the sound uh, okay. would just reverberate, you know, the neighbors would hear everything.
0: Or would it, that be a plus for the Stasi?
1: Yes and no. Mm. I don't know. Depends on you know your 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 take on the stasi
2: <laughs> well if 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 nothing else the stasi were big into sound quality
0: yeah yeah they're not they're
2: not they're not recording in 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 no concrete building i wouldn't have thought
0: but stasi podcast is a very cursed thought as <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the people who normally listen to you hello <laughs> Doesn't the CIA have that currently with like that podcast called like the Langley Files? Wait, there's a CIA. There's a CIA pod- podcast there called the Langley. CIA. Files. I mean, apart yeah, from this it? podcast, which yeah, is funded yeah. by the CIA, but it's not officially. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No. 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 It's like where they talk about like past CIA um campaigns, and they just kind of admit like all the shit. They're like, oh yeah, like here's so this like, example. So it's like what,
2: like a CIA recap show?
0: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's yeah. cute. <laughs> There's like an in memoriam segment for people they've killed. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, whoa, J.F.K. You didn't hear it from us." <laughs> yeah, um, I was, I was listening. And to, today
2: uh, we're going to be talking about Sankara.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I always think that that J.F.K. is one of those things that I'm you so know, excited you just, for
2: this one. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs>
0: You just, you just forget about JFK, you know, you put it out of your mind and then you once again have the facts of JFK presented to you again. And you're like, they so blatantly killed that man.
1: Oh yeah. Like,
0: I mean, here on the, on the CIA podcast, I can confirm that, you know, a little birdie told me that we did it. Yeah, absolutely. Mission accomplished. Just, just how, just like everyone who was vaguely near JFK and like the two days before he died had some incredibly freaky CIA connection. <laughs> It's Like, yeah, okay, normal. Um, anyway, we're not here to talk about the JFK assassination, although we often do. Uh, we are here to, to talk about Seinfeld season eight, episode seventeen, "The English Patient."
2: I genuinely am really excited to talk about this one. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, one of the it's one of the ones that has the most. The most connection to my to to my life.
0: It's a full reenactment of the movie The English Patient <laughs> over the course of twenty two minutes. That's what they've gone for. Um, uh, we we open with a with another a, a weird little discussion between Jerry and Elaine, which I felt like I remembered it, but it's now I I was like I felt like I was about to say what it was, and then my brain was just like, no, you may never remember the opening dialogue.
2: It is about the adverts for. Uh, for cinema suites, and ah um, yes,
0: an American phenomenon.
2: An American phenomenon. No, no, no. I've se- I've seen that. I've seen that here. I've seen that done.
0: What ads for like the concessions? Yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never really seen that. Have you never you, seen? Yeah, you have the... like the regular ads and you have the trailers, but I've never had the kind of. I mean, I've seen them represented in American media. Like they take the piss out of them in the Simpsons. Like the Let's Have you go never to the seen the thing. Let's all
2: go to the lobby? But have yeah. you never seen that done?
0: No, I've never seen it done in a British cinema. No. Ah
2: i have that's interesting it's also
0: weird to do it once you're already in the cinema because it's like well i've already gone like i know that that stuff is available i've already been past it and And you're uninterested yeah like if it didn't if
1: it didn't catch your attention there of like the the ice cream and everything that then's available in germany they do the real the weirdest one where it's not like an actual like ad with anything else it's just a picture that they put up on the screen for i shit you not like 10 minutes and then you just sit there in complete <laughs> silence. <laughs> and I've been in the theater where they've started booing the screen because it takes too long. And then
0: I've also been it's where it's just the, a picture
1: of like cabbage. Like, this, this yeah, kind yeah, of Snacks
0: are available.
1: Yeah, it's um, it is to be very fair. Like, um, I mean, cabbage perverted, but German like lolly, not lollipops, like German popsicles and in uh, ice cream treats and stuff like that. Um. Mm. Per- there is one that's just a big finger. I don't know if this is a thing in the oh, okay. in the in the UK. lolly. Yeah, it's called like it's called literally a finger, which is like <laughs> what what is what does flutch mean? I it's I, I, you know, as someone who is fluent in German, I've never bothered to ask that question. It's, oh, okay. It's uh I, I don't know, and I'm I'm not gonna find out. And if I ever do find out, that I'm just gonna move back to the U.S. It's like knowing too much German is is maybe like bad mm. for my health. It
0: is a little bit dangerous.
1: But I've also been then the funniest one then too is when they start booing it and then the people come out trying to sell you things. They're like, oh, who oh. wants ice cream?
0: And then they start booing those people. Like, what is this? Like a pantomime? <laughs> <laughs> like you've got people booing, you've got people coming out into the crowd going, Oh, would anybody like a sweetie? Yeah. But yeah, it's all it's all men dressed as women for some reason. Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm. Um Berlin baby, crazy city. <laughs> it is. Yeah.
2: Well, this is the thing. You're 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 like you're only thinking of regular cinema snackers who get their snacks go in, and then that's it. But you're not thinking of people like me, the wild boar people who like to finish all of their snacks in the first like five minutes mm-hmm. of sitting down and do occasionally need to go back out and, and get more snacks.
1: That's just like being tactically superior. I mean, I, I appreciate, you know, yeah. shoveling all of my, you know, large popcorn into my mouth as fast as I possibly mm-hmm. can yeah, and then wondering, um, am I sick or do I want more food? And normally the answer is, well, I need obviously more food or another beer or something else like that to uh, wash
0: mm-hmm. down the feeling. Beer of, at the cinema is very European. Beer at the cinema rocks, right? Yeah, um, yeah no, sorry. it's not a criticism. It's just it. It's very. It, it evokes a powerful European vibe. Yeah, sorry, like, you can't have this because of Brexit. You're not allowed to. Yeah, yeah. If you go to some of the Again, independent we cinemas, have here, we
2: have beer at the cinema uh,
0: only only at the fancy independent cinemas not any kind of like uh major chain cinema like if you go to like picture house or something you can have a beer in the cinema but if you go to like a view or an odeon or whatever they will not serve you a beer
2: no nope, the view in wood green has beer you don't, don't, they don't let you take a bottle and they put it in a plastic cup for you yep see that's really? what
1: leaving the eu does is that you can't bring yep. in uh, glass bottles and do a movie theater because then you'd be probably throwing them at the screen when the when mm. the, when the, when the
0: concessions yeah. come up for de, 10 minutes. The schnacker man yeah. comes out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
2: You, um, you, you feel, you feel like a little bit of a dickhead with your plastic, with your plastic cup.
1: Mm. I'd feel like I'm um, at like a baseball no. game, which then also would be sick. So, uh,
0: you know, America yeah, a, there's, and, and there's a Europe of fe- there's coming a, together.
2: There's a kind of, there's a baseball game vibe.
0: Yeah. Is this one for of those sure. like luxury views or something? One of the like the subforms? <laughs> no, it's,
2: no, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because so the- I would say
0: outside of outside of London, I've never been to a cinema that served alcohol, but I have seen it at some places in London. Um, yeah,
2: no, no, I know what you mean by like the, like, cause there's like a, there's a luxury Odeon in, um, in Holloway Road. This yeah. is fascinating. for The o- Odeon Lux the
0: and Dine, as it's called, where you can have the worst pizza man oh, has ever oh, been served. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're in fu- like the, an the armchair. The food is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. like a little table and they'll bring out like a really bad pizza for you to eat during the film.
1: They do the same yeah. thing at, um, the, the cinema near, um, so the cinema that's near my mom's place in Phoenix used to be like a regular cinema and then they closed it for like five years and then reopened it as one of these like ridiculous fucking like AMC mm. like luxury sort of things and you can get like cocktails that are like whatever 20 bucks a piece okay, yeah, and like it. you know nachos that are mm-hmm. you know supposed to be fancy nachos but they're they're, they're the same they're still not they're still disgusting they're still they're still
2: just a kind of pile of stuff as yeah. a, as yeah, I don't care for
0: nachos as a as a as a, as a as a, as a
2: concept, yeah. like, like um, tortilla but, chips
0: are good, but the the concept of having them just in a big pile with some stuff on the top, because then the ones at the bottom are always just dry, and then the ones and, at the top are like go, too soaked,
2: and they're soggy. They go soggy, mm. and I don't I don't like it. Like for me, the best part of a tortilla chip is the crunch. Yeah, is the crunch element. If you make a tortilla mm. chip soggy, then what what? Why are you doing this to me?
0: Yeah, Well you some kind yeah, of Mexican Tonian?
2: I ser- i certainly do not mean to uh, mean to impugn Wood Green View. It's just like the if—if y- if you'd ever been there, you'd know how funny it is to ask if it's a luxury view because we
0: d- we don't want Wood Green View to come for us in the courts for defamation.
2: <laughs> it's no, honestly, it's a it is it is a great cinema. It is cheaper than everywhere else. Um, mm. it's right, it's right, ne- it's right next to the station. It's a really good place if you want to see like, if you want to see like the dumbest film imaginable mm. and you don't want to you don't want to pay 15 quid to see it it's the um, only
0: cinema that shows pirated films from other cinemas yeah you know, <laughs> this, <laughs> exactly. this was filmed at the uh the Odeon Tottenham court
2: road i went to see the dungeons and dragons movie oh at, that, that that's at the wood, wood View. oh yeah it fucking sucked and yeah I had such a good time at least in mm. part because they serve alcohol at the at the Wood Green View. So point. this is so this uh this episode has been uh, furnished with a small promotional consideration by uh, by the Wood Green View. Um mm. but um I wouldn't promote anything that I didn't really believe in. So the best place
0: um, to drunkenly watch a movie.
2: It's the best place to drunkenly watch uh, the new the new uh, Mission Impossible. Oh yeah. Um yeah.
0: yeah. Or alternatively, watch a pirated version from the Netherlands, which is what I did. <laughs> um, the Dutch subtitles really added a lot to my Mission Impossible experience. Yeah, I remember
1: um, a friend of mine when uh, the first Avatar came out. Mm-hmm. Like, he bought the he bought a bl- a bootleg version of it, like at a right. swap meet in Phoenix. Which was swap <laughs> meet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did he swap it for? Nothing. I mean, a swap oh, okay. meet's just like a big like like it's just a it's just a like a, a festival ground that they use to like sell shit. Oh, okay. I was this. hoping that you that oh, you like had a
2: to,
0: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Employ a, a bar. I was trying to think of it where like you get you know someone there is like they want a copy of uh, Avatar. Yeah, give him like his left shoe for it or something. Yeah, yeah. They've got like a false leg that they're trying to get rid of. Like, well, I don't really want a false leg, but I reckon I could swap it with that guy for his collection of uh, miniature porn <laughs> that you have to look at through a magnifying glass. Yeah, um, but it was the. Best bootleg
1: version of anything I've ever seen in my life because it was literally Ooh. the one where it is just a... Remember, this is, what, 2008? When did the... 2009 when the first one came out yeah. of just, like... 2010, a, maybe. Oh yeah. I think eight. I was at Sixth Form.
0: What? Oh, sixth form is like the last the uh, what you would call the junior and senior year of high school. Oh, okay, yeah. All these terms I don't
1: know. So you don't know swap yeah. me. I don't know what I don't know what you just told me. Uh, but it was like <laughs> it was it was the best um like the stereotype of just the person sitting in the in the theater just filming the entire movie. Oh yeah, awesome. And you Amazing. couldn't see and or hear anything. <laughs> you paid like 5 bucks for it. <laughs> Me, That's like a fool, paid money to go see that stupid movie on opening day. So I was cucked into it by a group of friends who were just like, it's going to be the best thing. And it was like the midnight showing of a three-hour long movie, not even in 3D, mind you. Oh,
2: I've, yeah. still, I've still never seen it.
0: I did see it when it came out. That, that seemed like it was high watermark of 3D because that came out around the time when they were trying to sell you 3D televisions and all this shit. And then oh, yeah, Avatar yeah. came out, and it was, I think, the most hyped movie of all time. And then everyone was just like, well, that was fine. Kind of like
1: the English patient.
0: Yeah. And kind then gradually, like the everyone patient. got rid of their 3D TV because they were like, no one's going to watch. They were trying to advertise it for football. Do you remember this? They were trying to get people I, to yeah, watch the I Premier League in 3D. This. It's
2: so funny. As soon as you said 3D TVs, I was like, yeah, but like for some reason, they decided to really just drill down into, yeah, but this is for football and nothing else. And there was mm. those, and there were those adverts that showed what it would be like to watch football in three D TV, and the answer is rubbish. It's rubbish to watch football <laughs> yeah. on, on three really, D TV. It feels like it Joey Bun- Barton is
0: punching you.
2: Yeah, it looks like it, you're It's there. really, it's really, really stressful. Um, yeah. So Jerry and Elaine then talk about why a box of raisinets would order a box of raisinets. Which mm. I agree that this is the kind of thing that I like to like yeah, to know it about. It is cannibalism, technically. It, it well, I mean, technically, it, I mean, it definitely is. I mean, yeah. it's no, it's no better that <laughs> it's no better that he's getting it for his Pepsi girlfriend.
0: Yeah, the Raisinets also feels like it should be the name person. of a Motown girl group.
2: Is it because you're, th- you're a thinking a- of the Noisettes?
0: No, I was probably thinking of the Renettes, But as you can see, there's a lot of um, yeah, <laughs> the Raisinets a had conference.
1: a funk group.
0: Did they? Yeah, the Raisinettes really? were
1: like, yeah, the 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 California Raisins had like a full like marketing campaign with like uh with like a musical group and everything. I think they even like released an album at one point.
0: Mr. Peanut and the Raisin
1: Pretty much, yeah. Wow. But it's mean, um, cute. Yeah. This is also the thing I found too that was really funny about the beginning of it. It's like it was such a bizarrely two nineties reference of like oh the Raisinets. I'm like, oh my god, like I have a vague memory of that mm. flashing before my eyes of the of the California Raisins
0: mascots. They were also, like, slightly racist. Well, that doesn't surprise me.
2: No, that's, that, that's, that sounds about right. So the California it?
0: Raisins band is kind of like your version of Howard Brown from Halifax. Possibly, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Maybe they don't have a band.
1: Maybe I just Wait. remember this, like, incorrectly. But it,
2: it doesn't sound like that. It sounds, more like, it sounds more like one of the novelty songs from Sesame Street
0: yeah yeah i just wanted to talk about howard brown from halifax because that, okay, is, that well, is a real surreal thing to there was a there was a bank in the well there still is a bank in the uk called halifax who for years their primary advertising campaign was that one of a, a guy who genuinely worked for the bank called howard brown who was kind of like a, a like a sort of medium build bald black man with kind of like round glasses would do like a song and dance number with backing dancers that were also staff members of Halifax Banks and it would be like a cover of an existing song with changed lyrics so the, the most famous one being a, a cover of Sex Bomb that I where, don't yeah yeah why would a bank need to where <laughs> it was changed it was changed to extra so it was extra extra we'll give you extra we'll give yeah. you extra yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, I'd actually forgotten that so thank you very much for, <laughs> for reminding <laughs> for reminding me of that
1: Okay, the California Raisins were a fictional rhythm and blues animated musical group as well as an advertising and merchandising as, as well as advertising and merchandising characters composed of anth- anthropomorphized raisins. The lead vocals were sung by musician Buddy Miles. The California Raisins were popular from the mid late mid to late 1980s mm-hmm. through claymation commercials and animated specials, winning an Emmy award. <laughs>
0: Yeah, until they were all tragically killed in that plane crash. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So Along I'd... with the big bopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sad to see. Um,
2: tragic, really. I think I,
0: I I seem to recall I brought up the big bopper to the other day, and he didn't know who I was talking about, which really surprised me. Did um, it? No, because I really thought you know like the the sort of like the big bopper would be the kind of like fact that he would know, because it's sort of it's more of like a Wikipedia guy fact um you brought the big bopper to me the other day
1: when we were on tf talking about if you know nigel farage and the you know big bopper definitely had different outcomes in there
0: uh, have, oh and if then, i'm if i'm falsely was it you who didn't know who the big i know the big was? bopper was. oh okay fine. oh my goodness no i'm very i'm always very concerned on this podcast of making a false accusation um, yeah. but i also well, i didn't, my memory I didn't can know be who patchy. the big,
2: i didn't know who the big bopper was when we were discussing it
0: no I remember that
2: but this is like a separate this is a separate big bopper yeah situation, that,
0: and that doesn't surprise me as much because your your knowledge of things is much more unpredictable like I would say that you <laughs> you do you both do and don't know surprising things and so I never really uh, am taken particularly off guard by it I'm just like okay more data for the vision board <laughs>
2: Is this th- is this this is part of the Jason Mraz thing, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Phoebe yeah. Phoebe is like believes that Jason Mraz is like a Mandela effect that everyone else is happen- having. She doesn't believe Jason Mraz is real. I'm with you no, on I that. Don't. I refuse Thank to
1: believe you. that. Um, I don't know. I don't know that. Like, I cannot name a single song of his. Um, That's I'm not right. Yours. Exactly. Yeah. What?
2: No, you don't no, know no, I'm no, yours? No, 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 don't listen to him, don't Lock listen to him, ukulele. he's trying to get, he's oh, trying to get in he's I trying to get in your like head. Jack
1: Johnson or some shit, who
0: like, mm. you know, is like, I feel like, I'm no, 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 we don't need to. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. awful. I'm not saying it's good, I'm just saying I remember it. that that song had a grip on the, like, late 2000s. It did, 2000s. yeah, yeah,
1: you're absolutely right, however, that was not sung by Jason Mraz, that was sung by Jack Johnson.
2: Yeah. Um, I yeah. will. i because will, Jason Mraz isn't uh, Jason Mraz I, I don't uh,
0: think we can impugn Jack Johnson like this. Jack Johnson's songs hold up. No, you're right. Jason, yeah. Jason Mraz is a. There, there should be a damnatio yeah. memoriae on Jason Mraz. Uh, yeah, Jack Johnson definitely has
1: like the hearts and minds of divorced dads who are still trying to like have sex with women like half their age. So um, mm. yeah, They're, uh Jason Mraz doesn't doesn't have any vibe that's remotely close to being something as powerful. Therefore, it doesn't exist.
0: Yeah. There you go. Um, well, you know, the, it. you know, the weirdest
2: thing is that I, kn- I definitely know about Jason Mraz's hat. I yeah. just have never heard any of his songs.
0: Yeah, he's the hat man from when you take too much Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> that's Then Then you then you know about Jason Mraz after that. Jason Mraz only manifests
1: himself after you've taken like 14 Benadryl and can't move in bed.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's a sleep
1: paralysis yeah,
2: that sounds demon. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's yeah. that he's that little dude. I don't like that little dude. Anyway, should we get into the uh, into the uh, plot the of the episode? meat
0: of the episode? Yeah. So <laughs> right. uh, Elaine's plot line: she goes on a date with this new guy to go and see uh, to go to the cinema initially, and then um, she wants to go and see this movie called uh, Lunch Bag or Sack <laughs> Lunch. Sack it. Lunch. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and and the she's re- she's
2: re- she's really enchanted by the poster yeah um, and she keeps saying but like how are they all in it's that just sack do you want to know how they got in there
0: <laughs> and then he's like no no I don't that movie looks bad um I, I'm with this man on this I'm often uh I often find myself in the situation of like choosing a movie with someone and then they're like what about this and I'm like that looks that looks like it'll be really bad and then often I find myself caving and then you know what it was bad <laughs> Um. It is,
2: however, obviously very funny that Elaine, who is meant to be a smart individual, is so taken Mm. with this obviously stupid looking film.
0: Yeah, this is quite Phoebe Coded. I could imagine you like being desperate to know why they're in a paper bag.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, as we will go into as we get into Elaine's storyline, this is the most most Phoebe Coded that Elaine ever gets. Mm. And I have two illustrative stories about that. So you can choose which one you want to hear first.
0: So he wants to go and see The English Patient, which is what they end up doing. They watch the movie. Elaine hates it. She's like, it was really long and really boring. They bump into a bunch of her kind of like girlfriends. Are they like friends from work? Are they are they people we've met before?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the woman who has the ugly baby who lives in the Hamptons. Or who they visit ah, in the Hamptons.
0: you got to see the ugly baby.
2: you got to see the baby.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they come out and they all like loved it and they can't believe that Elaine didn't love it. And then subsequently... Uh she encounters them because she goes to see Sack Lunch because she wants to know. And then she discovers that they've been to see the English patient again. And what's more, they've gone to see it with her date because he also wanted to see it again. He's like, I just can't be with someone who doesn't like the English patient.
2: And then they're talking about it at work, and okay. um she realizes that she is that she's like really, really alone here because she's like she slags it off to a waitress in the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh no, I kind of liked it, and she realizes that this has turned into a kind of serious sticking point with everyone that she meets. It's her Jason Raz. It's her Jason Raz. So when Peterman says, have you seen it? Have you seen this wonderful film? She goes, oh no, I haven't seen it yet. And so obviously she ends up having to go and see it with Peterman. Hmm, Now in the the original version of the episode- (laughs) In the original version of the episode, they cut a scene. So she goes and sees it with Peterman and then he makes her see it again because he wants to take some notes for the clothes. And that's what the line, I hope you're watching the clothes because I can't take my eyes off the passion comes from. And so when Elaine loses it in the cinema and says, I can't, I can't watch a second of this. I hate it. It's, it's, it's so long. It's so long. It's so stupid. I hate it so much. Um, and Peterman fires her. <laughs> and do you before we go on to the other plot lines? Do you want mm. to know my English patient stories?
0: Please, what are the English patients? It's not stories? about the
2: English patient specifically, but it's about getting myself into a similar situation as Elaine does here.
0: What crash landing in uh, Northern Africa?
2: Well, yeah, that was that that was part of it. This is where yeah, this all took okay. place. Um, mm. Don't don't step on my story, Milo. Like, <laughs> let 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 women. Let women tell their stories about crashing, the, crashing their mm. plane.
0: Yeah, I was at Alamein, what of it?
2: Into, into the Tunisian desert and then uh, mm. ripping off Herodotus. Like, that's, yeah. um,
0: <laughs> ripping off Herodotus. That's the main crime of the English patient.
2: Well, there are, other, there are other crimes of the English patient, to be honest with you. Maybe we should do it for a movie corner. It might be a fun movie corner. We oh, we this
0: is, is this a real movie? Oh, yeah. Do you not the know? The English this? patient. Yes, yeah, Ray yeah. Fines and um oh. Rachel Vice. I thought it was like
1: one of those like made up movies in Seinfeld. No,
2: no, no, no. It's not, it's not Rachel Vice. It's see, that's an interesting thing to have passed you by. Because the English yeah. patient was insanely famous. Yeah. Sack Lunch was a real movie,
1: too. <laughs> Sack Lunch was a real movie, that I'm aware of because
2: that makes sense. Um is it not Kristen Scott Thomas?
0: Maybe. These aren't real it's people. Befo-
2: it's before it's before Rachel Weiss. It's a pre Rachel Weiss joint. Pre
0: Vice era.
2: Pre Vice. Um okay. Oh, so the you so like at least half of this film would have been a little bit mysterious to you. Oh You well, won't have understood the like you wouldn't uh, won't have understood like the final punchline at all. Of what? Of this episode. If you oh, no, I mean like I The English I, Patient I, was a real film.
1: Eh, whatever i still enjoyed the episode i mean i i I assumed it was a bit of of a real movie and i assumed that then maybe in the sense that then it must have something to do with it but it was still funny regardless (laughs)
2: yeah. <laughs> because what's the other like what's the
1: other movie that they all really like and uh, like what is it like season three or four they all go, oh Deathblow. yeah that's not real yeah that's, no,
2: that's not real yeah yeah
1: of movies there's a bunch of movies in Seinfeld that are they just do completely a, fake they do
2: a fun mixture of real yeah. movies yeah. so I assume
1: real that real then movies. it was the same thing as all the other fake movies of Seinfeld so I didn't bother which is, to, which
2: is, which is fair it's just, yeah. the, it's just yeah the English page I think it yeah. won I think it won like awards and stuff it was like a, it was a big
1: Everyone now Not is going to comment mid-90s. underneath this being like, wow, what kind of
0: fucking
2: uneducated. <laughs> never heard of the English patient. Yeah,
0: the English patient. An, ero- an erotic journey from Milan to Minsk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so um, I had a very, it was such a similar situation that mm. my family know this as Phoebe's English patient story. Even right. though the English patient is not involved at all, okay. But it was about Slumdog Millionaire, which is a okay. film that I hated so much. I almost, I almost left the cinema while watching it. But the person I was with like was like, "No, no, 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 I want to see what happens." I'm like, I "Can tell you what happens. Nothing fucking good. Um, because this is the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life." And. On Emerging, I find out that everybody else on the fucking planet loves this piece of shit film. Mm. Like people go on about it. It gets nominated for everything. I get asked a hundred times a day if I've seen it yet. And oh my God, didn't you love it? No, I didn't love it. I fucking hated it. And I, this was when I was um, doing lots of, because I just finished my, I just finished my master's, I think. I was just doing lots of like office work temping stuff. And I lost a job because I very, very wow. mildly said that I didn't like Slum Millionaire. I was in this off I was in this office, I was supposed to be there for a month, and at the end of the first week my supervisor asked if I'd seen Slum Dog Millionaire and I said and I said, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have lied. But then I thought, but then mm. I thought, what if she tries to get me to go and see it with her?
0: Yeah, yeah. You um, thought reasonably it's probably against the Equality Act to fight you for not liking Slumdog Millionaire.
2: Well, this is what I thought. But you yeah. have to remember that temps basically have no employment rights whatsoever. Mm. So I said, yeah, no, no, no. It just, it's not really it's not really my sort of thing. Thinking that that would be the end of it. But it wasn't the end of it. Um, right. And she started like, volleying questions at me like trying to work out what I didn't like about it and eventually I cracked and told her some of the things I didn't Mm. like about it and she got so offended and so kind of weird about it that for some reason I was like is she somehow involved in the making of this film? No She's she like, can't. Wait until can't. my husband Danny Boyle <laughs> Danny hears Boyle, about yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, no I think it's highly unlikely yeah, that your Danny boss, Boyle Susan is working. Boyle. In, is working in a kind of, you know, mid-level marketing agency. Yeah. I think that's probably mm. quite unlikely. Um yeah. My husband yeah. Dev Patel. <laughs> uh yeah, and then I got a I got a call um when I when, le- when I'd left when I left work from mm-hmm. the temp agency saying yeah, they've uh, they've they've asked you not to come back next week. They've said uh they've said it's not a good cultural fit. <laughs> and I because you don't like slumdog me. And I was like, that no, I, I said, are you joking? Like that this is a data this is data entry. Like what why do I need to be a good cultural fit? Um and she said, Look, some things just you know, some some assignments just don't just don't work out. Sometimes it's not walking. meant to be. We'll find we'll find you something else. And I know that this was because I didn't like Slumdog Millionaire. (laughs) I know it was because there was no other issue with like, there was no other issue with me. This was the Mm. first time that I'd had any kind of negative. um,
1: I fucking rocked except for my (laughs) four hour long rant about
0: Slumdog Millionaire. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Everyone stop working. I'm doing a blow by blow.
2: So that was Phoebe's, Phoebe's Elaine a- Elaine scenario number That's one insane. and the second one second one has the subtitle um how did I escape formal diagnosis for as long as I did mm-hmm. um and this was uh at the it was like I suppose at the kind of the the second height of the Harry Potter stuff so like not when the first not when the books came out but when there was a kind of second wave of it because all the films were coming out yeah yeah um, yeah, and in economics,
1: go- that's called the dis- like a dinosaur. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. The the, the, the yeah, Stegosaurus yeah. effect. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. of the, Harry Potter,
1: the camel effect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah, if yeah, Right exactly. before the,
1: the Harry Potter bubble is about to bust, you sold all yeah. of your uh, your miniature Harry Potter oh, figures. The yeah, two thousand and eight yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Potter crisis. That was bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Harry, po- yeah, the Harry Potter bubble um, was was due mm-hmm. to pop, but at the moment we were at the absolute height of the of the battery and camel uh, on the graph there. And I was, I was holding gir- out. And, and this girl I knew was going on and on and on about how much she loved Harry Potter. And I'd learned mm-hmm. from my mistake about Slumdog Millionaire. So I just sort of went, hmm. Yeah. You were um, like, I love
0: Slumdog Millionaire, by the way.
2: <laughs> I waited until she finished talking and I said that. And she was like, that's a weird thing to say because we're talking <laughs> about Harry Potter. Yeah, like, and, and she- Jason
0: Mraz is real also. <laughs> I've, I know all his I songs.
2: Definitely, I definitely agree that he is real. Mm. And she's going on and on and on about it. And then she again, she starts kind of asking questions in the way that, you know, fanatics do. Um and amongst those questions are so who's your, who's your favorite person? Um how do you want ha, like how do you want them to do the final fight? How like So you're going to say how what, do you
0: want them to die?
2: <laughs> how do you like like what house are you like all all, all, all all this stuff. And eventually I was just like, you know what? I've actually it's not my sort of thing. I think I think it, I I don't really I don't really read I don't yeah. really read children, but you responded books? with
1: Enver Haja and uh, that you. Oh, I thought you were gonna
0: like hit me for some reason. No, <laughs> <laughs> No, that isn't, this isn't that kind of podcast, <laughs> oh, okay. Nick. We don't we don't beat. I guess. Well, I mean, I am in like the like Stasi detention center yeah. thing, and, unless they don't like uh, a Slumdog Millionaire, and then we get the rubber hose out. Yeah.
2: And then we get the rubber hose out until they uh, until they say they liked it. And I said, yeah, no, I just don't really. They seem like kids' books, and I don't really. I'm not really mm. interested in
0: in kids' books, <laughs> These which would I seem think is to be for children.
2: <laughs> which which I don't think is a particularly um, is a particularly controversial statement, but she really did, and she she kicks off and starts going on about how like no 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 you've got to read them they're amazing and I was like I'm not going to mm. read them they're like they're like there are loads of them it's it's going to take up a lot of my, I don't I'm I'm, I'm just not going to read them i I fully su- I support your fondness for them but like I'm not I'm not going to read them uh, because I just don't think they will be any good and then she obviously felt that she had uh, that she'd really landed on a really really just like dynamite uh, cultural argument and said how do you know they're not good if you can't even be bothered to read them and I was like shit no you're right you're right I am obliged to consume every single piece of media that I don't like the look of just in order to just in order to uh, to prove myself right about it, that that, mm. that's, that that's true. There's you have to. You're, that's you're why not allowed I to make that any Jason kind of. Razz album. You're not allowed to make any kind of judgment unless you have made an effort to no, to right. physically consume it. Although everyone knows that. So what I so what I did instead was I thought, okay, well I'll will t- take her point, and I went away, and I uh, and I borrowed. The books from my housemate at the time who had, who had them all, and I read them mm-hmm. all. Books one to seven. Wait, all, what? All of them. What? Read them. Right. Read them all. How old were you? Oh, that this is not this is not the worst of it, because <laughs> I wanted to make a point.
0: Right. Okay. You write
2: like a, read c- the did you
1: write like a literature. book report
0: for them of like what? Please,
2: people... <laughs> please, CF. The subtitle: How did you escape formal diagnosis for this long? Right. Yeah. So I read them all and I made notes about what I thought was wrong with them. And the next time I saw her, I presented her with these notes that I had written. With your findings. And said, see, I read them. I didn't like them. Here are my thoughts. Amazing. We're not friends now. (laughs) That's not why. There's a (laughs) a different. This is this is my mum coded behavior actually. (laughs)
0: Um, When when the uh, when the Fifty Shades books were like a big were a big thing, um, uh, my sister was going on about them for some reason. Eventually, just because no people wouldn't shut up to my mum about these books, she read all three of them to prove to herself and to everyone else that they were shit. And she was like, "Yeah, I read all of them. Yeah, they were shit." Um, I've done
1: that with stuff though too. I feel. I feel.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at
1: that. I'm not <laughs> often, I, I it was more so yeah. in the sense of like that. Now that I, 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 just it's not now that I just left it like that, it makes it sound like I'm a freak. It was, <laughs> um, it was normally like in like okay, given like I was a teenager, so it's just like stupid mm-hmm. teenager behavior of like the like weird obsessive, like you know, of like, oh yeah, like this fucking sucks, I'm gonna keep consuming it yeah you know like type of that it was mostly with like music of like oh yeah like this sucks i'm gonna keep like you know oh hey doesn't this suck dude (laughs) clearly i liked it you know it was very clearly it's the
0: origin story of every metal fan pretty much
1: exactly (laughs) yeah the exact genre was uh mostly that yeah because i didn't want to like admit to people that i liked you know like scene adjacent music i was too cool for that as in like you know a loser skater game yeah you were (laughs) into jason rass yeah exactly i had a little funny hat on
0: officially everyone had to be into jason rass yeah it was state sanctioned in the u.s i do yeah i i'm i don't often consume media to prove a point but i sometimes do it accidentally and then i invariably find it very gratifying to have it confirmed that it was shit do you remember when everyone was watching that um that happy valley show the like the sarah lancashire police drama thing it was like the last season of it was on a few months ago. And, and then there were all the like media idiots in the UK were going, this is one of the best seasons of TV ever written and produced. That This honestly, like the Americans will eat their heart out for their prestige TV watching this. And then Annabelle happened to be watching the finale because she was curious. And I came in like halfway through and I was like, this might be one of the worst television programs I've ever seen. Like no one in this can even act. And she was like, Yeah, it's really, it's really shockingly bad. There was a, there's a culmination where like Sarah Lancashire is like Lady Policeman confronts uh, the Lady
2: Policeman.
0: I always think that's a very funny way of putting it. (laughs) She.
2: Lady Policeman. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, It's
2: not a funny way of putting it. It's an idiotic way of putting it. (laughs)
0: anyway is that not that what you call that is in that is UK? very much like the vibe of the show it's like what if what if a, what if a policeman was a woman hear us out um and uh and then she's like she's confronting the uh the the cr- criminal murderer guy who's played by um fucking uh what's his face um uh doesn't matter um if
2: you haven't seen happy valley i assume he's about to spoil the ending
0: uh Yeah, well, no, I, I'm not even spoiling the ending, really. It's just they have this confrontation. I won't say how the confrontation uh, shakes out, but and uh, and he and he she's just going like "you bastard," and he's like "you bitch," and this goes on <laughs> for like several minutes of them just like exchanging insults. And I was like, "Wow, great, great screenwriting, guys." Um,
1: I just have like stopped watching TV shows for that exact reason because every it cannot be possibly be that every single thing that comes out is the greatest thing ever made. And I no. feel that then, no. like every show that then does come out, um, we only get one Lena Dunham a generation. At the end of the day, well, that is very true. Yeah, you know, I will not say anything bad about Lena Dunham show. I don't think I've actually seen one. Ah, uh, no, Girls is like one that then I think I've like seen three episodes of. And I'm like, this is too dramatic. This is this is stupid.
2: Girls um, is great. I don't like. Everyone I don't... should. Everyone should. Watch, everyone should. Everyone should watch. Should watch Girls with the with yeah. like. Hind, sort of with like hindsight knowledge. It's like it's like it's terrifically good writing. It really, really is. Or as I call it, lady men. Yeah, <laughs> um, as, as it. Yeah, as Mana calls it, lady men.
1: Um <laughs> but like uh what if
0: men women hear us out anyway, yeah. So <sorry>, um,
1: continue. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's just like the uh um there like I don't know. Maybe this this is probably still obviously going on on the uh, on on the Twitter slash X machine of like I feel that, mm. that whenever there's just like a new media that then is released, there it can only it can only fall into one of two lanes. The second lane being that it's shit, no one watches it, which is like the smart lane to take. Or then the other lane mm. is that then it is the greatest show of all time for two weeks, and then that dissipates. Like yeah. um, what's that Korean show, the game show thing or whatever? Oh, Squid Game.
2: Oh, Squid Game. S-
1: Squid, game. Squid Game. When that like came out, I was like, I you cannot convince me that this is good. Like I, Mm. I watched the first like 20 minutes of it. I was very bored and no, it's not because it has subtitles. I can read, I'm not (laughs) illiterate. Um, but yeah, I was just like, all right, yeah, I'm not even going to invest my time to like engage in the 10 second long conversation about this that like everyone's going to forget about. That is actually something that then I think that was interesting about this episode is it of, uh, the English patient, even though I haven't seen the movie, didn't know that the movie was real until about 20 (laughs) minutes ago Mm -hmm. is that there really is like something kind of like um like very ancient about this type of behavior like obviously it's you know over exaggerated with the like Mm -hmm. oh i love this you're fired elaine you know like that (laughs) bullshit but like the sticking time and power of like movies and tv shows in like at least i don't know like I remember growing up with like no access to then like internet and that's how you would like obviously communicate about no. that you know whatever like movie or whatever's on uh or tv shows and this and that or ever certain type of media and have like a much longer
0: you wanted to watch a film then you talked about it with your mom yeah or your dad or your push, dad yeah. yeah
1: or whoever or Maybe you know dog. Uh, uh yeah you know or or whatever people at school whatever this and that, but i feel like that then it's like you. I guess it's also then just like the stupidity of then like the amount of just like, I guess you could call them now memes that then that you would have keep going from then like movies that you saw like six or eight months ago. Like there was like a longer staying power of of, of things. It could have been fucking garbage, you know, but it's like, I don't know. It was, it was, it was like, I I feel that like a plot like this Mm -hmm. can't exist anymore
0: because Uh there is nothing that then yeah i think i've seen every frame of succession as a screenshot despite not having ever watched it or having any intention like
1: in order to engage with it you need to like kind of actually see it and then when you do so that is also then the thing that then that you can engage with people at least in the 90s and early 2000s like you're safe for like six months like you don't need Mm. to consume any other culture you can just be Mm. like yeah i'm an english patient stan (laughs) for the entire year of 1997 or whatever like that's going to be my personality now it's like it's 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 too like all right yeah this month i'm into you know uh i don't know what's 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 the cool thing uh i don't know i'm obsessed about like bad bunny and then next month it's going to be like i'm obsessive about like
0: uh, we regret to inform you that bad bunny was actually so named due to his actions during the yugoslav wars (laughs) of the (laughs) mid-1990s It actually has some very, uh, very expansionist Serbian nationalist views.
2: I basically don't watch anything when it comes out. I leave it like six months to a year, and then if I still fancy the idea of it, mm.
0: let it age. Then I watch it. Then
2: yeah, yeah. If it uh. like, if it, if it, if it's, if it's worth it, if it's worth a look, then hmm. you don't need to watch it when people are doing when people are making memes of it. Yeah. So the other plot lines. Position. I mean, the
1: hoopla definitely then kind of settles down, and you can like. You can uh, uh, make a an educated assessment, but also, would the Slumdog Millionaire thing happen if we were in today's climate? I don't think so. I feel that this no, is very know. like that is like the tail end of this era of that. I mean, because I like when was, I like when Slumdog Millionaire came out, I was uh, like flabbergasted that I had not seen it. Because everyone around me had seen it in high
0: school, and they were yeah, like, "I oh. still
1: never have." Yeah, it's like it's. I mean, it's a it's a movie. Don't see it. Don't see. No. I mean,
0: it's obnoxiously long. I can't stand Danny Boyle, so I knew Danny Boyle's movies are like, oh, uh, yeah. I, never... I mean, if you
1: haven't seen it now, there's no reason. I mean,
0: no one's talking about Slumdog Millionaire in 2023. I think you're fine. The staying power. Me. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For it's, us like, here it's like everyone loved the London Olympics opening ceremony, and I was like, oh, that was horrendously twee. Classic Boyle.
2: Is that what you associate with, with Danny Boyle? That's well, interesting. It's,
0: it's one of the things I associate with Danny Boyle. I mean, obviously, I'm a, I associate Slumdog Millionaire with Danny Boyle. I associate, I mean, I, I th- people really like Trainspotting. I really liked the book. I thought the film was like fine, but it was like quite a mediocre film of a very good book, I thought.
2: No, I mean, I'm not, a, I, like, I don't give a shit. I, I clearly don't yeah. have any particular love for Danny Boyle. It's just quite funny to, yeah. like, quite a famous director that the next thing you think of is the Olympic ceremony.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I cuz I remember the um well the same era as Slumdog Millionaire. So I remember the the jarring contrast between it was a bit Slumdog Millionaire syndrome where like everyone in everyone in Britain was sort of like unanimously agreed at, like what a triumph this opening ceremony was and I just thought the whole thing was a bit embarrassing.
2: It was a fair bit later.
0: Oh, was it? I thought that Slumdog yeah, Millionaire yeah. was sort of circa then.
2: Nope.
0: Oh, okay. When was Slumdog Millionaire then?
2: Like 2008?
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was Yeah, alright. I was still in high school for that, so that yeah, Sounds okay. about right. Yeah, it was the financial crisis movie.
2: <laughs> I have never seen the Olympic ceremony, the famous one.
0: Now that is surprising.
2: I don't watch the Olympics. Well, you don't watch the
0: Olympics? You no, watch I'm the Olympics? In but you like sport.
2: That's not sport. I like That's... sport. This isn't sport. This is like training.
0: Wait, hang, hang on. The latest Phoebe <laughs> opinion is that the Olympics are not sport. Yeah, is that's it? right.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I agree with Phoebe on this one. Running, the Olympics not a sport. No nope, fake. <laughs> Swimming.
2: Running not is not a sport. sport. Running is not a sport. A running yeah. is running is a hobby. Tennis, running is not training sport. to do other sports. Tennis is a pastime.
0: Tennis is a pastime. Yeah, that's good.
1: But I also, I mean, like the thing that's even interesting about the Olympics, with that regard, is that then the sports that I would say that matter um, aren't typically like rated very highly in the Olympics. Mm. Like, if mm. you look at like Olympic like football, real sport, um, mm. correct? You know, like like
0: uh, yeah, because it's not the, like the, the biggest pinnacle athletes of aren't allowed sport.
1: to compete. Like they're like mm. they're barred from competition. Like a funny yeah. one too is that then it's like when there was baseball in the Olympics, no major league baseball player was allowed to participate. It's like well, you know. You kind of like fine it's just like a bunch of college teams playing then so there's not
0: even like professional at that time oh is, it, is that so because well, it used to be that you had to be an amateur to compete in any olympic sport but that they got rid of that in pretty much all of the sports by like the 90s but the i think the one where you still can't play if you're a professional is boxing you just fucking just murder everyone. <laughs> just like. uh, yeah. it's so like this weird, so there's this whole thing in boxing with like people try and like win an Olympic medal before they turn professional. Cause obviously the only way you can make like decent money in boxing is if you do professional and you do like the big fights or whatever, but like the, yeah. the Olympic medal is like very prestigious. So people want to try and win the,
1: yeah, but yeah. it's still admitting that it's not even like a professional sport at the Olympic level.
0: Well, it, it kind of, yeah. it, it basically is. But it's just that, like, they have to, like, formally, like, whatever it is, the formal difference between, like, a professional boxer and, like, a quote-unquote amateur boxer. They're all boxing at, like, a professional level, but they're just, like, not... They're not doing whatever the thing is that trips over the rule to make you a professional. Um, mm. It's, like, how much money you make or some shit like that. Um, but... uh yeah, it's it's weird. But I didn't realize that they did that for baseball because professional football players can play in the Olympics. It's just that England because Britain competes as the as Britain as the UK that uh, none of them will play together, so there's never a team.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's literally that's that, that's literally what it was. I it mean in basketball
1: well. too they do it now. I think that actually you're like cuz the u.s olympic team for basketball wait you're right about this because they just like send like lebron james yeah like, they only uh, send lebron pretty james. much yeah and that was the thing is that then when the when when the when the basketball world cup happened the uh which germany weirdly won somehow you know basketball nation uh germany mm. um yeah like the u.s sent like a really bizarre team and uh, how did, I, I mean, to, if people are into basketball, it had actually a pretty interesting conversation come up of like, oh, could the U.S. have actually dominated if they just like took their stars? But it's also because like the rules of basketball are different in the United States. Like it's a complete different game. Like the oh, times of everything are different. And uh, a lot of yeah. people would argue that then that actually Americans, regardless of who the team had, uh, they can't play on the European level or the international level because the US level is just like caters too much to stars. So uh, Olympic basketball okay. too has the same rules as FIBA and whatnot. So mm. it's like, yeah, you'll see a blowout of like, you know, the United States like destroying like, you know, a country like 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 with a population of like eighty but then mm. if you see them now compete with like other teams in even with their like super massive te- like i think france the even beat them over San Marino. yeah pretty much i think i think the like france recently beat the united states like it's like it's a it's it's not as dominant as they used to be
2: mm. that's that's, really, that, that, that's actually really interesting like, i like um i like gymnastics but okay. there are like there are other Better gymnastic, like international gymnastic competitions to watch if you want to watch gymnastics.
0: didn't know you were a gymnastics connoisseur.
2: Fucking love gymnastics.
0: It is fun to watch. That's what I enjoy about the about the Olympics. Is it's like a little a little smorgasbord, a little buffet of sports you would never ordinarily yeah. watch. And you're like, maybe maybe I will watch the pistol shooting. Maybe I will watch four Indian guys shoot the weirdest gun I've ever seen in my life. Maybe I will do that. Actually,
1: yeah, I love watching. Yeah, I love I love watching. You know, like the 115th member of the Saudi like royal family, like in secession. You know, doing dressage. Because oh, yeah, that's yeah. the one sport that they get gold medals in.
0: Oh, dressage, dressage is great if you're a Brit as well. That's mm-hmm. always that's always a solid. It's, a, it's Britain and Germany. Germany, weirdly, yeah, horse riding. yeah uh,
2: Yeah, of course, because it's horse riding with like lots of rules.
0: Don't ask me what my grandfather was doing. Anyway, <laughs> um,
2: watch my little horse dance.
0: Yeah, the fucking the the, the, the horse magician of Germany. Um, A powerful energy. Ursula
1: von der Leyen probably has competed in the Olympics for all I know. Can (laughs)
0: still do Taylor Swift. Anyway, so going through the other plot lines quickly, uh, George meets a very attractive woman in the cafe who thinks that briefly that he's her boyfriend because she says he looks just like him. George becomes obsessed with this because he's like, how can a man who looks exactly like me get a woman like this? But then, But also this woman is like, in my view, she's she's attractive, but she's not like necessarily more attractive than other women George has dated on the show. It's like a weird lacuna that he's like this is the hottest woman I've ever seen.
2: True, but she's 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 very she's very beautiful and also like at this point we're in we're in season 8. You're going to have to start putting yourself through quite a lot of casting complexity if the if the kind of the if the if the brief is she not only has to be beautiful she has to be more beautiful than anybody else that he has dated in order to make the storyline work
0: well i mean that that would logically be the case (laughs) he's like he's because he's sort of his whole thing is like oh yeah like she's so out of my league but like every woman that george goes out with is hot like
2: yeah but just look at it as a a standalone thing try not to see it in the cumulative this isn't the camel this is a point on the camel's hump
0: right i see um, yeah this is this and so he
2: be, he becomes so even though she is clearly interested in him and is clearly like keen mm. to get rid of her boyfriend for him
0: yeah because he's taller
2: he is he becomes so obsessed with meeting the boyfriend and finding out what he's done that mm-hmm. he doesn't know he doesn't notice that she is after him
1: King mentality I mean yeah. I, really, mentality. I really I really I really I really I felt myself in George in this episode a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. It was um, he's a sigma male. Yeah, it was. It was quite painful, of course, watching his plot line. But then I was also like, I feel you, homie. Like I could, I, I could see myself in that conundrum. Like
0: you know, all the time. Well, it's because it, George understands the you know the old adage where it's like uh, you know you te you, you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. You teach a man a fish, and he wants to know what this man's up to. Yeah, he
2: that's wants the to, the he wants to call the man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: He will sit around and he wait wants, all he night. He wants to own his own rod, so to speak.
2: I think, that, I think, that's, what, I think that's what he's saying. And, Jer- and Jerry, because he is not a subtle thinker. He is not a subtle thinker like Costanza. He's not a philosopher king. Mm. So he says, but this doesn't make any sense. She's into you, so why not just date her?
0: Jerry, Jerry has no understanding of, of, of the scarcity of pussy because Jerry, Jerry is like, he, he lives in an abundance of it for no ostensible reason.
2: Also, he hasn't. Um, he's been quite girlfriendless for a little bit.
0: Yeah, surprising. No monsters of the week for Jerry in the last year. No few monsters
2: of the week for Jerry for the last for the last little bit. Um, so should we do Jerry's storyline? Yeah. So Jerry which goes, is a, which is a re- which is a really fun one, I think.
0: He goes to Florida to just visit his parents. Is there any ostensible reason why he goes?
2: I think he's just. I think he's just there for a visit.
0: Right. Oh, okay. he's helping
2: them. No, sorry, he's helping them move into their new condo.
0: Right. Yeah. So he goes down there and Kramer, meanwhile, is like, oh, can you bring back some Cubans for me? And he's like, oh, you know, they'll meet up with you. Um, And he's like, "Okay." so Jerry assumes he means cigars um, because. uh, But
2: again, Kramer is uh, is going down the uh, teach a man to fish, then he'll then he'll be, you know. That, is, that is the thematic
0: core of the episode. So
2: he, the, so he's also <laughs> going down that line and they turn out to be uh, Cuban cigar rollers.
0: Mm. Yeah, and they're the men who rolled the cigars, which I would have thought is not, that's not the element of a Cuban cigar that makes it a good cigar. I don't think it's Cuban cigars are rolled, but I think it's more like the, the overall, pro, you know, the, the tobacco, the, the, the ways that it's treated and dried. Yeah, and probably,
2: so on. but it's a, it's a funny misunderstanding.
0: Yeah, to be like now the Cubans are just real good at rolling a cigar. If you just go to Cuba and have some rolling lessons, then you'll be making beautiful cigars. I think that that actually is a thing. I oh, really like I think actually. It's a thing. I think it actually is a thing within the like
1: cigar world that like Cubans are like particularly good at doing it. Like the physical process, not just like you know what the quality yeah. of tobacco or whatever, okay. but the process of
0: how they do it is like apparently right uh quite quite here's a guy that i want like down on his luck old hollywood movie producer who's rolling his own cigars like you're outside you're outside the bar and he's like he's got like a huge brown paper
1: yeah he's just like just just going at it for hours you know, like that. And so I was like, oh can
0: i have a cigar and he's like yeah can you roll
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, that sounds about that sounds about right no, yeah. I think this. I, I think this is based on on something. I mean, it might be kind of apocryphal, but I think it is based. I think it is based on something yeah. about that's supposed to be the case. About, about yeah, Cuban I mean, I, I'm
0: sure and that and like obviously you can have a better or a worse rolled cigar. I wouldn't. I wouldn't contest that. But you were thinking the in the age of like sort of a mechanized manufacture. Well, well a lot of like, a lot of oh, like like
1: manufacturers of cigars who originally are from Cuba just moved to like the dominican republic and just use labor there so i'm pretty sure that then that there there Uh, there probably is a similarity it's rolled by a monk over here (laughs) yeah it has only three ingredients like uh like german beer but Mm -hmm. no i mean there is like in in reality if they're doing like the quality control on that level and like apparently trying to get as close as they can to like the original thing there must then be some small little intricacies that then that they're not quite the
0: secret you know. ingredient is communism.
1: Yeah, that's A, hey, you know, state owned production, baby. Mm.
2: But again, that is sort of the theme of the that is sort of one of the themes. I this, thought that uh, you picked this, this episode, episode out for
1: me, which because no. the way that it mm. ends is just really no, funny. No. I'm just like, oh wow, no, no. thanks for thinking about me, Milo. That's mm. that's what I would do in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: no, no. It's absolutely it's absolutely a um a, a, a happy fun. coincidence. It's also yeah. um you also missed out a a bit where Kramer gives Jerry a number one dad T-shirt, which Jerry gives to Morty. Ah, uh, yes. And this causes an issue with a with an elderly fella in the in the condo whose name is Izzy Mandelbaum. What a name! Who is the toughest guy know, in is the it? condo?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's an eighty year old man who he's lifting big. He's you know he's on he's, he's on the heavy. juice. He's roided he's up on to the, the animals. And then uh, and Jerry he, get, just, he gets
2: he gets very annoyed about the world's best, the, the number one dad T-shirt. And he thinks he's sticking it to me, sticking it to him rather. And that's uh,
0: subsequently, though, right? The number one dad thing, because he comes into the hospital wearing it when he's already in there. The, the initial thing is that he's like he's like lifting weights and more yeah, he's going on about how being. strong he is. <laughs> yeah. And then Jerry is like, he's not like he's an 80 year old man. Like he's not li- like I could lift that. And then he's like, he's like, Jerry here says he could lift more weight than you. And then Jerry's like, well, that isn't really what I meant. I was just <laughs> like, yeah, well, obviously I can lift more weight than him, but that's not the point. Um, and then he, and then he's like, oh right, well that's it. Here we go. And so then it's go time. It's go time. And so then Jerry easily lifts the weight he was lifting. So then he goes over to a bigger weight and then immediately needs an ambulance called. And we get this funny recurring gag that because because it's a retirement community, there's always an ambulance just like nearby picking someone else up. Yeah,
2: and yeah, and then and and then more it, more problems are caused. You're, you're, excuse me, more problems are caused by Morty showing up at the hospital wearing the number one dad T-shirt, and then we meet mm. the Mandelbaum son who tries to move who is the TV also an old man and then does his back. Yeah, um, so it's basically Jerry having a feud with this with with these elderly men, the Mandelbaums, who have a who have a family chant, which okay, I really okay. like. Mandelbaum, like Mandelbaum, Mandelbaum. Mandelbaum. I'd like a family chant.
0: It's fun to just chant your own name. Like, there's no there's no other chant. It's just, <laughs> you just say the surname in a yeah. sort of, you know.
1: I feel that my last name has too many syllables to be like a proper chantable last name. I know. No, I think that makes it better. <laughs> More yeah, syllables? I think that's got a good, yeah. Kind of, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: I yeah. think mine has too few to make a good chant.
1: Yeah, just one. That yeah. could be good. They'll just like.
2: like Roy. Roy. Roy, 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 Roy. That
1: works. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sick. And then you start pounding on tables and start shaking the place up. Yeah. That's pretty intimidating. What what
0: about the Roys are back in town? Oh, that's good. Yeah. And then you can have like someone on backing like the Roys are back. That's quite good. Yeah. Um yours is the worst, actually. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Yours isn't that middle.
1: Yeah, it doesn't wouldn't work. I feel like I could use yours Ed- if I'm like if I'm like 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 bullying you like Edwards Ed- Edwards Edwards mm.
2: Edwards. Yeah, no like I'm mm. I'm af- I'm afraid it's Milo. Tough. The chant of Edwards sounds a little bit like it's being chanted at an Eaton Sports Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A <little> bit. <laughs> mm.
0: A little bit. It's tough stuff. Yeah.
2: It's tough stuff, but you know, it's just the way it goes, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Um or well, don't 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 eat a soggy nacho that you served at an Eaton sports day. I'll say that. <laughs> no
2: definitely definitely do not do that
0: um so uh that and, and so yeah and Jerry uh you know he get he finds out that these Cubans are in fact Cuban cigar rollers um, except and, they're
2: not they're Dominicans
0: oh right, right they're Dominicans sorry so then he yeah. brings them back to um uh, to New York uh, where they're they, it doesn't work out
2: because they're because they're Dominicans and Kramer's like this is this, you know the, the, my contact's not going to be happy yeah. about this.
0: The big mm. the
1: big tobacco man with I believe he had a cowboy hat on too, which was even like <laughs> yeah. a nice, yeah, nice. Uh, was a nice uh, take. It was just like no, I won't like Kramer pr- practicing pretty like you know straight up human trafficking. And the big problem about it is that they aren't from the right
2: country. <laughs> they aren't from the, they aren't from the right country. <laughs> mm. But we then get a little callback from uh, when Kramer has a brief dalliance with marxism and <laughs> the cigar rollers have nothing to do so he starts so he starts teaching them about cuba and they get really mm. really into it and they all start wearing little castro hats um mm. and then jerry finds them work rolling crepes for the mandelbaum for, yeah, for three crepe generations business of the mat uh, because they've uh, yeah, got a crepe unattended. business um, of course they have, and all because th- all three generations of the Mandelbaum family are now in hospital, having done their back trying to move the TV. Yeah. There's a fun little sight gag where Jerry moves the TV really easily for mm. them at the end, um, and there are like they, 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 there's like a there's like a granddad as well who's like a, who's like hundred, and so he gets so they so they're blaming mm. him for them being out of commission and nobody running the crepes the, the crepe restaurants. So he gets, uh, he gets the cigar rollers to to, roll uh, to do it to, to, roll. To, to, roll, to roll them for them.
0: But unfortunately, they start squirting all the diners because they've been rolled because too they've tight.
2: rolled them too tightly. and crate is French
0: like, for cigar, so this does
1: this does this does fit. So mm. which is
2: which is fun. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And Kramer's like, well, that's that's why you got to have that's why you got to have proper Cubans. And meanwhile. Uh, Elaine has been able to keep her job after saying that she hates the English patient by agreeing to go and live in a cave in the Tunisian, de- in the Tunisian desert.
0: Right. Yeah. Great.
2: Um, And she is on the plane and she's finally going to get a chance to see sack lunch mm-hmm. when the plane is hijacked by the Cubans who, mm. her, who are doing it in protest at, um, at being exploited as workers um such a it's such a 90s joke because mm-hmm. even in an american sitcom now you would not have this joke i think
1: oh yeah i really do appre- i mean i think that we've talked about this on multiple occasions um on on my podcast corner spatey uh if you're into european uh you know uh, politics mm-hmm. uh, stop by uh now that we've just like the 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 the, the kind of like you know Laissez faire nature up until like literally nine eleven. Mm. I'm just like, you and your best friends could probably hijack a plane if you yeah. like really wanted. to. D. Cooper you know. could do it. Yeah, Cuban
0: nine eleven would be a fun concept. What would Cuban nine eleven be? <laughs> Are
1: the Cubans doing 9 11? Yeah, no, I think 9/11 it would be the Cubans doing 9 11 because 9 11 in Cuba, just like, in well, Cuba sounds fled. just
0: horribly depressing. What did Cuba do to deserve? I mean, they're already a, like being like, embargoed. I'm not. I'm not suggesting that there should be a 9 11 on Cuba. I was saying a 9 11 by Cuba would be quite fun. Well, you know, we are on the CIA podcast as well
1: too, That's and strange. so you're talking about the time well, they're when, just going to get a bunch of Guzzanos to do it, and then like it's like a false flag. They're yeah. going to blame it on Cuba. Or, what like, like when the US like plotted to like bomb miami just like yeah. carpet bomb the fucking thing and blame it on
0: the cubans yeah yeah when the, the yeah when the cia inserted a man into the fair play for cuba committee and then and then made it look like he killed jfk <laughs> anyway i mean
2: they did try to make it look like it was a cuban assassination at first right yeah yeah
0: that was like that
2: was like plan a
0: yeah yeah, because there, there was they started they opened an office of the Fair Play for Cuba Committee in uh, uh, New Orleans, of which Lee Harvey Oswald was the only member. He was a one-man activist group, yeah. And it was registered to an address that had previously been a CIA office for some other front thing. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I sure did, nothing to concern yeah, ourselves with. I did. Yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm learning <laughs> lots here on the CIA hour of. Um, um, the Seinfeld podcast.
2: Well, if you yeah. would like, if you would like more of this, um, me and Milo CIA podcast is available on our broader podcast network. Yeah. And the axes um, of attraction network. The Axes of attraction network. So, yeah. um, for more, for more gossip, tidbits, weird and wonderful characters, then, how uh, to CIA
0: do. your way into a better relationship.
2: <laughs> please do. Please do check that out. Um, and she, and, uh, and Elaine is like, "Oh God, are you like you, you, you kid, you're kidding me? What we're being hijacked?" She doesn't seem very scared, but she is she is annoyed uh, because they do turn off the movie, and she is still not able. She is still yeah. not able to see. I lunch, a, a mistake see if you're lunch.
0: hijacking a plane. I think you should leave the movie on. You want the passengers as calm as possible. Yeah, yeah I'm probably. pretty sure.
2: I'm
1: pretty sure in like the 70s when there was like those you know round of hijackings by like the RAF, they probably asked them to leave the movie on just out of courtesy. Of like you know well, we're going to be oh, circling. Yeah.
0: Oh, you mean the Red Army faction? The Red faction. Army faction. Yeah. Uh, I was right, confused I no, I was like, earlier yeah, when you said yeah, before yeah. you get killed by the RAF. No, in East no, Germany, no, no, no. I, like, I mean, well, that too. Ah. That, that's also like the, a, wa- the one RAF fighter pilot still fighting <laughs> the war in the 1960s. <laughs> no, the Rote Army faction. Uh, right. thing, okay, yeah. yeah,
2: that makes that makes a lot you more know, sense.
0: The the all right,
1: fine. For this podcast, it'll be called the Bauer meinhof Group. Is that easier for everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that. Yeah, we know what and that is. more often than you'd expect. <laughs> and more yeah. often
2: than you might expect. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I, always, a I always forget that this is like a thing in, in like English because the RAF is like a pretty like, oh, the RAF is a normal thing in Germany. No, but I mean like it is <laughs> a thing that then comes up like in the discussions of German, not not well, More often
0: than you would think, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah but it is. And in they, fact,
2: once you start hearing about it, then you hear about it all the time.
0: Yeah, it's like Jason Mraz. It doesn't. It doesn't work this way, though, when you live in
1: Germany, though, because it is like a topic that comes up a lot. <laughs> it's like if you're talking about American politics and 9 11 comes up, it's not like, oh, there's the 9 11 Mandela effect or whatever. It's like, no, it's like 9 11 is like, a... is, a, it was, is like, a, but, is, but that's
0: that's the origin of the Baden-Meinhof effect. Was that it at the time in Germany they were talked about so much that you couldn't avoid hearing about them? That's why that concept, was no, no, named no, I know, them, I know, yeah. but it's just like I can understand that concept for any other language of like, oh, yeah,
1: there's like this thing I learned about, but it's just like in German, it's just like people just be like, oh, like. In terms of any discussion about like like the left and extremism, they'll be like, "Oh, that's just the RAF again," and this and that and that or that. Then like you know, um, I love the Barda Barda group. They were like, "Right, chaps, here's what we're doing." I talked to one of them on the phone, weirdly enough, the other the other day. It was a very weird, uh, uh, like you know how the, uh, the he's like,
0: "Have you thought about us today yet?" Not pretty Why much. Why not start? <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. Uh, 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 one of the one one of the former members of the of of the um Bader Meinhof group, hmm. uh, runs like a a restaurant slash uh, he used to run a restaurant and also like a publisher in in Hamburg. And I chit chatted with him on the phone and then found out like twenty minutes after the phone conversation that he was one of the people who like stormed the embassy in Stockholm where they just like oh. yeah it was very uh, he went to he went to prison for like eighteen years <laughs> so it was you know. there is
2: a really good. Um, like a like electro, like kind of kind of pared down electro pop song about mm. Um Ulrika Meinhard from like the late nineties. Oh yeah, movie. yeah, 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 yeah. It's by they were like a one hit wonder. They had this one song, and it's called "To Ulrika M." It's a fucking cracker. The Doris Days. So it was. Mm. So yeah, look that up
0: there you go if it's available I weirdly know of the song music I, fans I did not know <laughs> listen of listen to the... it more often than you would think <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah because once yeah. you start listening to it you're going to start hearing it everywhere you yeah, go yeah um,
0: you will start off yeah I, I love an I love an out of place uh musical number like when I was in the, the the there was like a chain of convenience stores in Moscow that were open 24 hours and I was in my local one in Red Gates one time at like three o'clock in the morning buying mm-hmm. cheese because I was going to make myself a toasty and um I just know I just became aware that they were playing the um the Rupert Holmes <laughs> escape the margarita song over the tanner. a song which in russia no one knows as well like like it, it's like it, if it's a deep cut in the west over there it's just like no one knows what that is it's the jason mraz of russia i appreciate
2: it um, the kind of the extra detail in saying that you were getting cheese because you wanted to have a toasty yeah
0: what I else was, would you be getting was, cheese was,
1: for in russia though
0: i
2: guess that was like really, my good, initial really good uh, really good i don't know but,
0: uh shower toiletries uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's one other element of the plot which we need to wrap up, which is that yeah. um, uh, George's uh, prospective new girlfriend and Neil are eating at the crate place and he gets like severe facial burns. Uh, yeah. And so she sort of basically rejects George for him because she's like, well, now I need to look after him. Um, which is supposed guilt. To,
2: And then he visits her in hospital where she says like, I, I can't leave him now. Yeah, and he, he discovers that he's got a cane. Or- his face is all bandaged up, mm. like in the English patient.
0: Ah, uh, that's the gag. Okay, that's
2: the that's the gag that she goes into the she goes into the room mm. and he's there in the hospital bed with his face all bandaged up. So this is a visual gag yeah. on the on the English patient, and then he finds out that yeah he has that he has a cane because he's become convinced. Yeah, because Jerry that earlier was right. Some... like
0: maybe he's got something like a cane or a monocle or something he's, yeah, he's like, like an like early like pickup artist incarnation like he's got flair. like Mister
2: Peanut. But also yeah. this, is a, this is another callback to uh, Costanza's general conviction of the cane being a good accessory because crutches mm. are a funny story and a cane is a sad story.
0: Uh, interesting. You can hide a sword in it. Yep, yeah. mm. Yes, you can.
2: And then uh, you can keep your sweets in it, keep your snacks in a, in a yeah. hollowed out cane. And then Neil beckons him close and says, George, I win. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. One. I love this episode. If, if I love, how, I love cane, how it all yeah. fits together.
0: Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice little dovetail. Yeah, man, if sword canes weren't illegal, what a what a great accessory that would be.
2: <laughs> Alright, steer pike.
0: I know, just just thinking of just an era where like you wouldn't want to have one now because of what a neckbeard accessory it would be. But like back yeah. in back in the day when like that was just like a legit thing that you could just have and it wasn't like, like just <laughs> Just has got my sword cane.
2: No, that is fucking Doctor Who themed munch party <laughs> behavior.
0: Well, I don't like the word munch party. The yeah. The like munch Munchoff I. group. <laughs> Bader <laughs> Munchoff. Yeah. Yeah. Are we just, like,
1: were sword canes ever cool? Or have you just been, like, gaslit by history thinking that they are? Gaslit maybe, by history. Well, I think they, they were, were, like, a, quite a common thing.
0: Cause it, were it ca- I don't know. Were they common? Yeah, well, because I think in, like, the transitional period between people having swords and people not having swords, like, that there was kind of... Because, basically, in, like, the mid-19th century, just, like like society was just a lot more dangerous like you were just so much more likely to be like robbed or killed at like any given moment so like people tended to carry like weapons so but that just seems like the lame if you were like a gentleman you know you might have a so if you were
1: if you were a fucking loser and you couldn't afford a gun well you're only really
0: gonna get robbed
1: if you're rich anyway i mean they're gonna they're gonna rob the people and again rich people have bad taste so rich Probably people true, have, have yeah. the worst taste and they think that like mm. like, like loopy, dopey
0: shit like that's cool. Yeah. So And you might also have to like fight your cousin because you're both trying to go out with your other cousin and you're having an argument yeah. over who should. Then your other, you both
1: yeah. have then sword canes. There's no advantage here. It's yeah, but, yeah comes- but you don't
0: want to be the guy without a sword cane. It's kind of like nuclear weapons, you know. It's not that you're going to, like, use the nuclear weapons, but you'd look pretty stupid if you were the only so guy without it. give any. Iran sword canes. <laughs> exactly, uh-huh. yeah. what if What if the Ayatollah had a sword cane? He probably does. <laughs> that would be... C- I think I think Trump would respect him for that. I Trump probably thinks that sword canes are
1: really fucking cool, too. Like, but that's, mm. like, a different level of that than he's cool. So, he could make yeah. the sword cane cool. No one else could. Hmm.
2: Just a quick reminder: you can uh, get all episodes of our of our show, uh, gaslit by history, on, <laughs> on the Axes of Attraction Network.
0: You can, you can. It's where we lie to you about history. Also, history
1: written yeah. by dudes. Genghis Khan, not real. Yeah, history written written by dudes like nep- neck beard dudes who probably like sword canes. So yeah. maybe they were never actually cool. Maybe like you know, sir, you know, bottom top for whatever. From Fa on Sue whatever so bottom um, i don't know he's like an english Julie, german name verse. yeah yeah he's an he's he's half english half german don't don't ask what his i, I don't know uh,
0: yeah, yeah
2: I, I, I still just associate them with steer pipe to be honest with you I, that that's what that's all i can see when bottom i
0: bottom mouth <laughs> um yeah. yeah right well that has been an episode of Seinfeld. um uh-huh. it remains to thank nick very much for joining us well th- thank you for having me on it's any fair. any it's excuse pleasure. to
1: watch TV, mm. you know, and uh, and get to talk not about it at all, actually, is yeah. uh, pretty cool.
0: It's good stuff. Is there anything you'd like to plug to the loyal hogs of this show? Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, if you're into Europe, which you shouldn't be because that's neckbeard mentality. Mm. And so, you know, Europe is the sword, sword cane, cane of, of the, the world. world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my uh my 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 dear pals do a podcast called Corner Spatey. No, I'm not going to spell that for you. There'll probably be a link somewhere, I would assume, in the yeah, description. Sure. Yeah. Um yeah. Um it's it's a blast. Come on, come on by. I don't have social media cuz I'm a fucking loser. You've been and banned too many times. I've been times. banned too many times for being uh, too pro a uh, 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 sword cane. They, yeah, 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 they didn't like that. Yeah, so but you yeah. said
0: they should give Hamas sword canes. Yeah, I As kept, I kept saying, no, trip.
1: I will not, I will not, uh, uh, you know, denounce Hamas. I will, you know, just wish that they had more sword canes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, we do a podcast about uh, Europe uh, politics, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Milo was just on recently, actually. I was. That that episode, I think it's already out. Yeah, it'll be out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, nothing else. Mm -hmm. um just yeah follow us there we have a patreon we're pretty cool we're pretty nice and if you're in berlin and you like us uh uh you know we could maybe be your friend but not your actual friend just your uh you
0: know to
2: be be clear. clear he's yeah. not available for actual friendship no no no. Yeah.
0: and now you've heard about them once you're going to hear about them a lot more often than you would otherwise think and if you're listening to this thank you very much for being a free <laughs> listener to the uh <laughs> podcast uh because this is a free episode but we do have a patreon you can subscribe to it the basic tier is three dollars a month to get the two bonus episodes a month but if you subscribe at five dollars you also get the movie corner and the discord and if you subscribe at $10 a month, you get the What's the Deal mini series, plus all of the stuff on the lower tiers, of course. Um, we will see you very soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.